What's up, everybody? (laughs) (laughs) It's Friday now. It's Friday. Having a good day, I hope. Welcome to The Real Easy Show. My name is Evan Franklin. I'm John Wittig. And again, Connor Ryan. Hello. Thanks for having me. Happy Friday, everybody. Connor Fitzpatrick. What's your name? My name is Connor Mick Fitzpatrick (laughs) O'Leary. Is that real? The heir to the chapstick (laughs) throne. <laughs> the chapstick throne. No, no, no. Fortune. My, my full name when I when my family came over from Ireland, the full family name was Mick Mick Chapstick O'Leary <laughs> Corn <laughs> Beef and Corn Mick, Beef and ca- Corn Flanagan. Beef and Cabbage. Um, Flanagan. Yeah, Flanagan. We're pretty. Oh, Flanagan. I, we're pretty oh, fucking Flanagan Leary. We're pretty fucking Irish. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, O'Reilly's Auto Parts. <laughs> on this segment, what are we gonna do, John? Go we're ahead and talk about rape. And um, other things. Wait, we're gonna talk about rape. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know if you're being serious. (laughs) I mean, you never know with this one. We didn't have a game plan. All right, we we honestly should make a game plan at some point. Um, okay, let's. Are you are are you religious, Connor? Are you religious? Yeah, I actually am. I'm a Christian. I was. uh, I would. I guess. What do the people say? I was. I was saved at uh, when I was in seventh grade, and. uh, I attend church when I can. Okay. I don't read the Bible a lot because it's really boring. But uh, hey, you there's should some read. cool stuff in there. No, yeah, no. I just it just it's hard to get into. It's, like, it's like the Titanic. It's like a big book. That's <laughs> what it's like. Yeah, uh, it's got a bunch of different writers. Like you, like that would never work in real life. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like you can't just like collaborate like that. It just doesn't work. Yeah, imagine like a hip hop album like that. Just like fifty different people on there. I'm trying to imagine it. Wild. Wild. I just can't. <laughs> because, like, yeah. Cozy tapes, too. There's about 30 rappers on that album. Your mom's a rapper. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We've developed your mom jokes. Um, okay, so, what, Connor, what do you think makes your life different from the rest, besides you being a Trump supporter? Like, But honestly, that doesn't make you different, I guess, because I, I don't, never mind. Like, diff- like just co- what like gives you identity? What gives me? Okay, yeah, I wouldn't say Donald Trump gives me identity. No, no, hang on. I just that was something I just wanted to. All right, never but mind. yeah, um, I wasn't saying that. No, um, you made it sound kind of gay. Yeah, I mean, well, I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna make it gay. I was gonna say Donald Trump gives me something else at four in the morning, but hey. I guess that would that would have been a little too far. No, um, probably distance running gives me identity. I guess. Um, I think that I really am passionate about business and capitalism and trade and all of those things. Those things interest me. Um, what else gives me an identity? Uh, oh, I'm in a fraternity. Frat. Yeah. Um, yeah, you don't, I mean, you don't come across like the the classic frat, bro. I'm sure it's probably because I haven't been around you for too, too long. Yeah. Um, but honestly, like most of the people that I know that are in fraternities, they don't really summarize a frat bro. Like I don't know too many bros. It's I feel like they're out there. I feel like sure. most people. <laughs> I mean, I feel like at the end of the day, everyone in that category, everyone in a category is going to have a little bit of the stereotype in them. But not like you're not going to like, like I'm not just I didn't I didn't just barge into your room with my collar popped and just scream yeah, at you. But you did. I mean, my one fraternity brother is kind of some similar to like a stereotypical frat right. guy he's from houston his dad's really rich and would he, like, he kind of just bulls out all the time would so. he like drug my drink and stuff 
I don't I don't think so, <laughs> but you, you got anybody you want to shout out that would do that? I'm just messing around. I'm yeah, shout out uh, shout out Jake Royster. Oh, no, nuts. not him. Oh, nuts. He, okay. He's on the team with us. He's a good guy. Roos man. Only in T-Town, actually. Hmm. <laughs> T-Town, for anybody that doesn't know, is Tuscaloosa. Just a little aside, if you're retarded. Bury me in Tattletown. Tattletown. <laughs> oh, my God. That guy, uh, Harvey Updike. Yeah. That's, they, like, killed the tree. That's my boy. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to have him he on here one boy. episode. I like that guy. Dude, he's Twitter famous for show. Oh, yeah, man. He's he should have gone to jail, though. He can't be doing stuff like that. I just like how, like, he Could just, the like, student in me speaking. like, he just fucked around and, like, poisoned some trees. It's just like, like, who just, who does that? I don't I know. I don't know. Uh, I always just, I always think it's funny, too, because the biggest, like, I'm not from the state of Alabama, so it's just, like, the biggest fans of Alabama football. You might be football. the first guest that's not from here. No, yeah. wait, I guess Ian. I yeah, he's from NOLA. But yeah, yeah um, like when I came down here, because like I was always like a Patriots fan because they were always like good and, you know, Tom Brady's God. But uh, uh, okay. not for is. real. I don't give a no, shit. I'm just but um, yeah, I when I came Brady. down here and people like people just were so into football and it was it was the people whose like parents went to South and like, yeah. <laughs> like didn't even like like they, they have, have no, no connection like to no, the they have no stake to the university. And it's just like it was always just so interesting to me. Because it was just like, like yeah, I don't like know. A majority of the the outspoken Alabama fans probably didn't go to Alabama. Yeah, yeah. I guess like um, like real talk. I've never like understood being like a diehard fan of like any sport because it's just like, or really like being like such a fan of anything to where like so- somebody else's actions alters your mood. That just like blows my mind. I don't know. Like if Alabama wins or loses, like that like will alter people's mood for like at least a week. Some people don't like <clears throat> get out of bed because like. Like, I like track and field, but if Matthew Centrowitz didn't win the gold medal, I wouldn't be that. I, I think yeah. I'd go to bed at night fine. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, not too long ago, me and Andrew, who was in the room, uh, shout out. When we were on our canoe trip, you go through a lot of hick towns on the Cabo. And we saw a woman who was pregnant and she was walking a baby through the river. And, um, not starting. Real, real country sounding. And, like, on her shoulder, she just has this huge, like, fresh Alabama, like, elephant tattoo. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's no way. Like, she, what connection does she have? Like, you know what I mean? And there's, like, plenty of people like that that are repping it. Yeah. And they, the university has done nothing for them. Right. You know, isn't that, it's just strange. <laughs> yeah. I'm also, know? I also just, like, off topic, but I feel like. Both Auburn, really Auburn, but Alabama and Auburn's colors are so disgusting. <laughs> Auburn's especially are just nasty looking. Like I don't know, like like Clemson has a decent orange, but Auburn's orange is just disgusting I looking. I disagree. Auburn's orange is better than Clemson's. I Texas's fuck, orange is the best orange. Yeah, I fuck with Texas's, and then uh, Tennessee. I kind of like Tennessee's. Nobody likes Tennessee's orange, but Tennessee's I kind of do. Way too bright. Yeah, and they mess it up on the jersey every year. I like how it's in your face. Mm. You like big things in your face. Yeah, for real. No, I like um, but I, I like I like I like wearing purple though. For real, I like Montevallo's colors. Okay. Yeah. That's really cool, dude. We were, I work for Locker Pro, right? Um, we had a school the other day, and every single locker was painted purple. Oh dang! That's cool. <laughs> Gets so annoying. I don't remember the name of it. Um, not Max Bruner. I think it was Mariana Middle School, down there in Mariana, Florida. Mm. God, dog. The lady that worked there was a B 
I T C H. <laughs> Jeez. So what do you get there? Do you just like show up? You're like, yeah, we're with Locker Pro. She's like, come with me. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, she wasn't that bad when we got there, but when we were trying to leave, like we apparently were too late. Like mm-hmm. every other school just leaves us in the school and then we'll leave. Yeah. Like they lock the door and so then when we go out of it, we can't get back in. Mm-hmm. So, and it's not like we're going to steal anything because they know who we are. Yeah, and you wouldn't get away with yeah. it. They so, just call me like, yeah, like you guys those guys uh, pooped in the locker. <laughs> 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 um, but this lady was like having a fucking fit about it. Mm. She was like... Probably because she's pissed she's up at the school during the summer. Yeah, probably. You know? She's like, <laughs> yeah, like obviously doesn't fucking like being there, which I don't understand that to begin with. Like if you're going to be a teacher, at least like being in the school. Oh, dude, she gets her three months. Jesus. Three month break. Like I hope that's not like an actual like. Damn, I'm gonna go with this go- get this job where I get three months break. Like that's so hype. <laughs> I ain't gonna it's work like, twelve fuck a, months fuck a kid a year. though. Uh, <laughs> oh, I feel, shit. I feel like most like mo- I feel like most high school like coaches are just kind of like guys that just like wanted like They're some, just like, there for yeah. the love of the game. Well, no, like love like the, high school sport. like high school coaches are always like hilarious to me because like most of them, especially like football, Teach baseball, history. no, not even history. Like they'll they te- shop. <laughs> Driver's, like we did not driver's have a shop ed class. or we have like an engineering class i think like a like mechanics or something but like yeah they teach like the bs classes and it was just always really funny to me no yeah i know like it's just like i don't know what i'm supposed to be doing right here i'm gonna coach football for you guys but i, I don't really know too much <laughs> i can read a history book history <laughs> all right we'll stick you in the history class then. all right welcome aboard we'll pay Same you a million every a year in a year Niblet. Niblet doesn't even do anything. He's literally just a coach. He, no he, man, he, he teaches um, weightlifting. Weightlifting. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> he gets big. The he gets big. <laughs> yeah, me and the goons. <laughs> Get <in> weightlifting. <laughs> Climbed the mountain of greatness. Climbed the mountain. Go, bud. Hell yeah. God bless. He took his shirt off at a pep rally. This yeah, I saw that, Evan dude. showed that to me. It's that like, was weird. Is this guy serious? It's kind of, if it was a fat dude, he'd get in trouble. Just saying. I, my, mean, I uh, think he did get in some trouble. Okay, then that's cool. Pretty my, ridiculous. My buddy from high school who played football, he told me that like whenever they were lifting, like Coach Weingarten was kind of like what Coach Niblett sounds like. He would just like, whenever they were lifting, he would walk up behind them and he, he would yell character traits at them. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, he, like they'd be like doing squats and he would just come up, honor, <laughs> discipline, yeah, that's, respect, that's so <laughs> loyalty. <laughs> He's just like, and then, like, he'd cap it off every night. Like, they'd always be like, brotherhood. <laughs> and they, I remember the football team, they got, like, the shirts that said Fairhope Brotherhood on them. And then it, it got so bad that the cheerleaders got Fairhope Sisterhood. I'm like, uh. none of those bitches like each other. <laughs> so you like Seminar 0600. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I wish White Goodman was my football coach. <laughs> Michelle, be sure to take off the <laughs> scales five pounds of weight. I mean, even even dis- even like crank it up. I want to burn. Even track coaches oh, can kind of be memes, though. For real, like Tommy's definitely a meme. You know, yeah. Just like walking around, <laughs> like he like, like the things he says to like Andrew are just so funny. Like he'll come up to Andrew after a race, like Andrew, we got a pot of gumbo, and right now we're cooking up the roux, and we're gonna <laughs> make that pot. But you don't want to eat from it yet, Andrew. We're gonna eat from it at conference, and when we eat, we're gonna eat. <laughs> <laughs> It's like <laughs> Tommy, what? <laughs> you should have an aneurysm. <laughs> I love his. I love his passion. <laughs> <laughs> I love like I do love like how like 
absolutely passionate he is about like track and field, but like he's just so funny about it. You just get running around going, Woo I've always wondered this since I wasn't a track and field person. Is it feel does it feel weird that they're like lumped together like that? Like What's obviously that? they gotta be done at the same time. Like track and field is always right. a thing. There's a little bit of a divide. Well, okay. Oh, really? Because all the so, all the distance runners, yeah, think that they work the hardest, right? And I'm, they're I'm like, sure, everybody. Thinks we put that. that. We put the shit in, and then you see the sprinters. You're like, you know what they do isn't that hard. And then the sprinters are like, we're the shit. Well, and then the throwers like, are like, we're just big guys. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, but a sprinter is just a natural athlete, right? Like they they are Low like key. built differently. Yeah, it's very different. Like they have different muscle composition, physical attributes, but the, I guess the style of training. Like sprinters have to spend a lot more time, you know, like warming up in the weight room, like stretching, all yeah. that kind of stuff. You can't really. I feel For, like it's hard to get faster just by running. You I've always, really. I've always found it interesting, like just how important, like form and biomechanics are yeah. when you're a sprinter. Dude, like, I learned how to do that in like sixth grade. I went to like a thing and they like filmed you from all these different angles and like showed cool. you how to do it. Yeah. I'm a pretty solid, like in terms of my form, pretty solid runner. Yeah. Which You look like it. Oh, thanks. I was going to say I wouldn't seem like it. <laughs> <laughs> kind of undercuts my point. Um, but yeah, thanks, I guess. Um, Welcome, guy. <laughs> uh, but I just, yeah, I just wondered like track and field, like it feels like mm-hmm. weird that they're always lumped together. Yeah. Well, it's like at least in college for me, like it is like it's lumped together, like it's a whole like one team. But like I honestly don't know most of the guys like on the tr- like or we I, like we don't see them. Like we practice at different times uh. than they do, and just like I don't know, it, it really doesn't like there isn't really it's not very like connected and close in college at least because like you're all just practicing well, like at different it's times. The, it's like one of the biggest team sports like the teams are really big right mm-hmm. yeah yeah like that in football and like the like most football, su- but, yeah. i feel like the most successful track teams are the ones that actually do have that bond right so across the, the board they are and yeah they do have oh, okay, the bond okay. you know like because the way you win like a track meet is your team scores the most points right and so it's yeah, like about that. you have to have all the sprinters the throwers the jumpers, you Everybody's know, like the, the distance page. runners all have to be like doing their best. Yeah. And I feel like it's easier to perform at your best when you're doing it for someone else. I agree. As a yeah. team, you know, like in all team sports. But if there's like a divide where like the sprinters like don't like, like they don't connect with the distance runners, then like it's. Sounds like that's good. what you got going on over at. Uh, yeah. I would definitely attribute to um, the women, dude. Women sprinters. Yeah, they suck. There's some drama. Not cool. Yeah, they're not. They're not cool for real. Are they but, good? Um, no, that's the thing. One too. of them, or like there's two of like them are. One or there's two. Yeah, mm-hmm. they score points, but the rest are boo boo trash. Yeah, and they're just mean. Dog boo boo trash. They're just, I don't know, dude. It's 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 weird, but it's just like Lame I feel like shit. a lot of the them are just very like entitled people, and they're also just mm. I don't know. And then they're not good. So right, like, it's yeah, like, yeah. Why are you acting like this? I I would attribute like a lot of like our successes across like I really do feel like like as a men's cross country team we are like really close and like you do like you like especially during the cross country team like your season rather you literally just eat sleep train and I mean go to class but like you spend just a lot a of time with those people that? no I don't <laughs> they make shirts I'm not yeah I'm not big into sh- like 
shirts like that, like Beast Mode or I'm Awesome. Beast <laughs> Mode. <laughs> sure. I have a bunch of socks you, that have that little fold down yeah. flap that say Beast Mode. Beast Mode. But yeah, I mean. When you, <laughs> Beast Mode. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, cross country, like you step on the line as teammates and you really do expect like everyone to give everything they have and I don't know. It's very. It's always been very emotional for me. I've always really enjoyed the process and enjoyed racing. To me, has always been um, spiritual, I guess, in a way. And it's just mm. always been like, I don't know. You learn a lot about yourself, and you learn a lot about others doing it. So. Well, because you're so alone when you're doing the event, right? But then, like, it's it comes together as a team thing. But, but you're like, like, but you're not though in cross country too, because like you're running like point. with each other and like. Like we but I mean, like, yeah, like during the race, like it's all in your head. You yeah, know I mean? yeah. Like it's like your thoughts are driving your performance. So is cross country different? Like it's obviously not like on a track, right? Right. So yeah. like you, but you can see, like you can still see other competitors, but like I feel like there's so many twists and turns, like you kind of don't know where you are. I mean, sometimes. it depends on the course. A little bit, yeah. Honestly, like, like high school, like you definitely go to some bunku courses in high school. <laughs> But, like, I feel like college, like, most college races are pretty well marked. You know where you are. At least you know around where you are. And then the thing, like, um, in cross country is that times kind of go out the window. Yeah, for real. As long as you're beating the guy next to you. Yeah, Yeah. because, like, every course is going to be different. Like, some will be a little short. Some will be longer. Some will have, like, all hills. Right. That's crazy, But on the track, like, it's consistent. Or at least more consistent. Yeah. Yeah. Because people say, I mean, people say that the track really is the great equalizer, but I don't know, like, there are, there are really crappy tracks, and then weather obviously plays a factor. And yeah, and whatever. then, like, how quick the race, like, yeah, that's people like, year around. That's got to be, like, one of the most like, <coughs> involved sports in that realm, like a track and field type of sport. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so much to that yeah. that people don't really think about. Yeah. Like, you're saying, like, the weather's a factor. Like, right. it wouldn't yeah. necessarily yeah, yeah. be at a track meet. Mm-hmm. Especially could, like for distance runners on the track, like in the five and ten k, you know, I mean, like you're running around the track for twelve laps, like yeah, twenty five laps. Like I, that's a long time. Yeah, I think it's hilarious every year. So I watch. We were, I was watching um, NCAA's recently, so the national uh, track and field championships for Division One, and it's really just funny because the announcers like. The announcers aren't even like they don't even know like everything that's going on for real like. There's been so many times where they've like named somebody. It's like that's Robert Domanic right there. It's like no, that's Craig Ingalls. Like <laughs> they're just like, and like I'm watching it and I'm saying that, but it's like they're always really funny because they're just like they're me. The the national championship is usually held in Oregon, and Oregon's like a colder, raining climate. And it's just mm. whenever the distance events go off, it's like yeah, the distance runners really just like that colder, rainy. That's really good for them. And then like the sprinters <laughs> go off, and it's just. <laughs> Like oh we next year it's gonna be in Austin Texas and it's gonna be ninety nine degrees that'll be better for the sprinters and <laughs> whatever yeah, the thing about running that I've always appreciated is it's like how much you have to put in to be successful behind the scenes that nobody sees right and that's something that until you're a part of that you I don't think you can fully appreciate and that's why it like as a spectator outside of the sport. I can see where it'd be very boring. You know what I mean? Like watching like the NCAA is like Connor's talking about while the, the 3000 meter steeplechase race is going on or the 10,000 meter race is going on. Like as the track, they'll just like show commercials 
or like they'll cut to like pole vault or like another event that's going on that's more exciting Mm -hmm. you know but it's like these guys are literally like going through hell running the 10k for you know like 30 minutes like that's I may so not be, yeah, yeah. I may not be the average spectator, but when I do watch that, I feel annoyed by it. Yeah, it's like, what are you doing? Yeah, like I know there's other events going on, but yeah. if you wanted to show this, show this. Yeah, yeah. I feel. Like I don't know. I guess it's all a money thing, but I guess I guess one thing too, like just with that, is field events definitely just don't get enough appreciation in general. You yeah, know? that's it, funny. I saw a tweet about a field event today. Some dude yeah. at Mississippi State chucked a javelin or something. Well, just as far as like coverage, <laughs> but, yeah. like coverage, like mm-hmm. when they're film and you know track and field rarely gets on tv anyway but whenever there is until like, it's the olympics and it's just the sprinting that matters to people i mean honestly yeah. like usain bolt and what he's done for the sport is just like astronomical to be i mean he really is when you think about it the only household name in track and field yeah, yeah. so and i was gonna like say, say that guy on TMUSA, but i don't know his name so it's not like <laughs> and then like for a uh, distance running i mean over in like europe and like the uk and stuff like mo farah who runs for Great Britain, like, he's a household name. I feel like I've heard right. that name, actually. Yeah, like, he's, like, much yeah. more celebrated and well-known. Like, he's almost like Michael Jordan over there. Oh, wow. And he's just, like, a very accomplished distance runner. Yeah, A lot of people know Tyson Gay, though, right? I mean, a lot he's of people also know just Tyson a Gay. Though. A lot of people know of Justin Gatlin. Yeah, I mean, like, that whole that about. whole relay team. Yeah, yeah. I mean... A lot of those guys. Because that's exciting to watch. Relay right, yeah. I mean, dude. the 4 by one is, like just really really insane it's just and like they're like all like jack dudes and they got on like they got their chains and stuff it's like i'm always like why are you doing that yeah i don't know it's like and it's just so like intense and fast paced and like they look like robots yeah i love those shots though like where it's right in front of them running yeah they're all just like fucking cheesing it down the track yeah it's crazy to me with the shot like right before they run like not like when they're running like they show it and they're coming like you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's like yeah, all yeah. in front of them. In their lanes. And, mm-hmm. and the just yeah. faces are just like so intense. Yeah, man. yeah. Well, sprinters are cool too because like a lot of the best sprinters in the world, if you ever see like they're taught to like relax their jaw muscles. And so when you see so their like. mouth is bouncing And around. you see it yeah, in slow like motion. Like, and you just see like Tyson Gay and his like mouth is like going like side to side. Yeah. And it's just kind of yeah. crazy. I didn't realize they were taught that though. I just figured. Mm-hmm. I guess it makes sense. You don't want to like be tight. Yeah. Everything's supposed to be relaxed. For sure. <laughs> How much do you like stride like that when you run? Like it, or when you guys like, because distance I'm sure is so different in terms of form, but like, do you ever just like really kick it for a reason? Like, like if you're like a hundred meters from the finish and like there's a guy in front of you, would you like, first of all, would you have the energy to just kick it to the finish line? I mean, I don't personally. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've throughout my career had a pretty weak yeah i think they think Mm. that evan and i have some of the worst kicks in the ncaa (laughs) so but uh at least you're you're on one end of the no i was definitely i mean i think that like for me like everyone has strong points i think that for me like my my strong points are like the middle of the race between like after like a mile or so in when people have settled in i i start to attack until like about a half mile to go and then when how long are the races uh, five miles for like okay. cross country. So like, an eight k. Just like, for I mean, yeah. So for like a cross country race, by the time like I'm like a half mile in, like I'm trying to catch or half mile to the finish line, like I'm trying to catch people still, but it just usually can't hang on to anybody. Got you. 
but like would you know would you know someone that would be able to do that i'm just really intrigued by cross like I, you never see that at like tele-bars. i mean there are some guys on the cross like that are cross country runners that they're more their strong suit is more like middle distance stuff right and those guys typically have a much faster kick okay yeah. like at the end like they just have way more foot speed naturally yeah. And those guys also tend to like start start the race a little quicker too. Yeah, like middle distance type guys. So, what do you guys think constitutes a winner in that environment? In, in distance running, yeah. If you win the race, that's a very good point. I mean, what I meant was like, what do you like when before you go into a race? Can you be able? Can you point to the person that's most likely? It's to just win? someone. Like, I mean, if there's Kenyans there, then you got like <laughs> yeah, you yeah. had an idea, but <laughs> it's more. I don't know. the The winner usually never takes the race out. Like, they're never in the front. I mean, I they can be, that. but, like, they're never going to be the guy that, like, goes from the gun. They usually, like... Especially in track set, field. They start out comfortable, and as those guys start dying off, that's when they kind of start rolling. Gotcha. So, you know, like, halfway through, like, that's when they turn it on. Mm. As nice. far as, like, yeah. like, winning in, like, distance running, though, it, sound, it like, sounds weird, but, like... Like, because I'm, like... For a collegiate athlete, like, I'm really not, like, a very, like, competitive person. Like, mm. if you cross the finish line, like, you're honestly a winner in my book. Just because, like... That's pretty cute. Thanks, guy. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, just because, like, I mean, like, like you're just going through hell out there. And it's just, like, you're trying to push yourself to a very, like, exalted layer. And yeah. it's, it's tough. And I it's, can see where you're coming from. If I've learned anything from... Uh, starting in a recruiting class of 16 people and now down to seven, it's not for everyone. Shout out Evan Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that's all right. It's time to move on. It was. No. Fuck college athletics. Just horsing around. What are you boys even doing out there? I don't even know. I'm you just guys even win races. I'm just fucking with you. Listen, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know now. Um, no, but I get what you mean. If you cross the finish line, like so many people are looking to be where you are at this moment. Like there's so many high schoolers out there mm-hmm. that are aiming to be a college athlete. Yeah, for and sure. the fact that you're able to run a race in college. Solid. You did it. Yeah, definitely like getting to college was was the big goal in high school and like wanting to be on that at that next level because yeah and like this year in the fall i mean like it'll be like for you or like everyone in our class or whatever like i mean you know that's like seven years in the making like in your life like that's just cool or almost i mean I guess because I started running in seventh grade so by the time i'm done running like nine years it'll be a decade it'll be a decade like you know that's done, like yeah. almost half of your life committed yeah to and, running and then i'm gonna quit like <laughs> so hard when like i'm not we have one teammate that like just recently graduated he's talking about like doing a bunch of road races and stuff and i couldn't even like fathom like doing like once once i'm done i'm just gonna be done and i'm gonna explore other things so <laughs> you're finally gonna get onto women huh yeah probably <laughs> <laughs> just making a joke <laughs> Um, yeah but that'll be cool when you finally get out after your decade um connor ryan the gay conservative distance (laughs) runner that you brought on your podcast yeah that guy 
It couldn't be more easy. Huge Trump supporter. Huge Trump supporter and supporter of the homosexual Huge community. Huge fraternity guy. Huge in the fraternity Ru-ra, guy. Omega, Alpha, Ta, Omega. Hepra, <laughs> Hepra. Three cheers for Alpha, Ta, A-T-O, Woo. And that's wow, going to call it a show. Yeah, there it is, boy. Thanks for being on, Connor. Of course, bud. Connor, Thank you man. so much for having me. Better days. Better days. Shout out my business partner, Thor Otis, Graham Reesberg. Uh, Thor and I own 15% stake. It's a lot of stake. (laughs) (laughs) Not not Papa Bill's stake, though. It's true. Okay. Thank you for listening.